post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by jazby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn their financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone right now and go to jazby.com. That's J-A-S-S-B-Y.com to learn more. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Drew Baker, a proud sponsor of your Nighthawks post-game recap podcast. It is my honor to welcome on Northern Guilford head football coach Eric Westberg. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well this morning, Luke. How are you? Can't complain one bit. Coach, I have to be honest with you. I'm starting to feel like I don't need to talk to you each week. It's always the <laughs> same story after every game. The offense puts up huge numbers, and the defense doesn't allow more than one score. The Nighthawks knocked off Crosstown Rival in Southeast Guilford by a score of 43-6 to last night. You guys sit at 5-0 and now. What do you feel like this team can accomplish? Uh, I mean, the, the bottom line is, Luke, when everybody does their job and plays together, you know, we do we do really good things in the football field. Uh, so, you know, we're just going to keep doing that each week. We got to continue to improve. You know, we're still making some mistakes um, and that's part of it. But, you know, if we keep improving and learning from those mistakes and, uh, you know, keep moving forward, uh, you know, we're going to be playing a lot of football here uh, in the next couple months. No doubt about it. I feel like you kind of just touched on it, but sometimes it's better to be mo- mo- the most consistent team than it is to be the best team. And, and frankly, you guys have an argument for both of those things. Overall, how do you feel about the game last night? Um, I feel, I feel good. Uh, you know, look, we played a very good opponent last night. Um, and, uh, we knew it was going to be a very challenging game. You know, they matched up well with our speed. Uh, it's probably the first time we've really seen that this year, uh, with our opponents that they could match us a little bit in, in some areas. Uh, they were very big and physical up front. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm very pleased with, with how the game came out. For sure. You guys, you're, you just touched on it a little bit, but when you look at the record, Southeast may not look too threatening, but that team was one that was leading the number one ranked Grimsley team at halftime just a couple weeks ago. Yep. Coach, your squad comes in ranked second in that poll. Do you feel like any team can test you, your guys' ability, or is it simply knowing that if you play the best version of Nighthawk football, you're the better team on any given night? Yeah, I think it's the latter than that. I think, you know, if we play our, our best version and that's everybody doing their job, you know, I think, you know, we can come out on, on the winning end uh, of all these games we play. Uh, you know, we got a lot of depth, a lot of positions, uh, offensively and defensively, and also in special teams. You know, our special teams is playing very, very well all year. Uh, you know, we recovered another, another onside kick last night that kind of swung the momentum again uh, in the football game. Uh, you know, our kickoff coverage has been excellent. Uh, we hit a field goal last night. Um, so, you know, that part of our game as well is, is very solid. Awesome. Let's start with the defense. Another week without allowing more than one score. What did you see out of them collectively last night? I saw a group that was running to the football all night long. Uh, you know, we, we only gave up uh, probably two big runs uh, all night, and, and that was just us being a little bit out of position. And, uh, you know, we made some adjustments and uh, – and those kids, I mean, they are deep. Again, like you said earlier, it's the same thing. You know, our, our front three right there, our defensive line. I mean, they set the tone. They get under block to spill everything to our linebackers. And then our linebackers are running the football and making tackles. 
And, uh, you know, my defensive staff, Coach Gritton and Coach Savage, Coach Moore are doing a heck of a job with those guys. They're buying into our schematics and what we're doing, what we're trying to do each week in our game plan, and it just shows. And it's really, really fun to watch those guys play. Certainly so. The defense had 16 plays where the Falcon offense didn't make it past the line of scrimmage. Ten of those were actually tackles for loss. How big is it to get penetration from that front seven and, and really force teams to beat a defender in the backfield before they can really get back to that line of scrimmage? Absolutely. I mean, it, obviously, you know, when football is invented, that's where that's where it starts, right? The line of scrimmage. And if you can't control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, uh, it could be a long, long night for you. And, uh, you know, that's what we've been doing uh, defensively, uh, you know, for the first five games. And, you know, that's why our defensive stats uh, are, are what they are. And it starts with those guys up front and then the linebackers fitting in the secondary fitting in after that. So uh, it's huge. For sure. I know you mentioned the whole unit swarming the ball all night. You know, there were a couple guys with more than one sack on the evening. But who really yep. stood out to you? Oh, man, again, <laughs> you keep asking this question every week. Uh, I, all those guys really do. I, I, I'll give, you know, one prop here to, to Ben Blewett. Uh, he had a big pick six for us. Uh, we made a really nice adjustment. Our coaching staff made a really nice adjustment at halftime uh, and, and put him in position, and he, and he executed the play and took it, took it for a touchdown. Uh, so, you know, Ben, Ben played a really great game for us. Uh, he got robbed with another pick that went off, uh, uh, the receiver's foot and they said it was down, but it tipped in the air and he would have had another one. So, uh, you know, Ben Blewett really stood out to me last night. Awesome. We've, we've talked about it before, how really the defense has been near perfect, but the, the big play is the Achilles heel of, of really any defense, but that seems to be the only way that teams can score against you guys. You mentioned the two big plays last night, a 30-yard touchdown run and an 80-yard run by Tyshawn Wall, who, who just so happens to be a former Nighthawk. So, um, but, but talk to me a little bit about um, how your defense is able to limit those large plays. Well, it's just everybody, you know, defense is like a puzzle, man. It, it, everything's got to fit. And, uh, you know, when we, when we make that puzzle fit, you know, again, we're stopping at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, the 80, and I'll go back to the 80 yard run that, that Tyshawn had, you know, Ishmael Atkins came from the opposite side and, and he didn't give up and, and he came and, and he caught him and, and, you know, he caught him uh, before he got in the end zone and we were able to keep him off the board after that. So that was just an awesome hustle play by him. Well, that's exactly what really stood out to me, especially on that play. You see on the stat sheet, an 80 yard run and, and, and most of the time that's going to end up in a touchdown on the run or immediately after because the whole field has been flipped but yep. how big is it for you guys to come up with a big stop like that you know inside the red zone yeah i mean that's huge and again all the credit to ishmael on on, on not giving up you know it was later in the game too and, and the, you know our guys could easily said all right what well, i will give one up but no they they want to keep teams out of the end zone you know they got a lot of pride and i love that about them awesome offensively another big day led by jordan mckinnis and jack mercer what did you like from the offense overall um, you know, we, we executed when we needed to make plays. Uh, we, we did, we did struggle. We were a little sluggish at times. Um, but you know, when we needed to make the big play, we did. And, uh, you know, and, and I think that was a big part of our offense last night was just, you know, when we had to make that play, we did, we converted, uh, move the chains, get the first down or, or score the touchdown when we needed. For sure. Southeast put the first points on the board last night, forcing your offense to play from behind early. That's not something they've really done too much of. Um, with all the leads that you guys have had in games. So, so how is that different, playing from behind, even if it's just for a moment, than, than being out ahead? 
You know, that it's, it's, it's funny that you asked me that question. I was thinking about that this week, and I think that's the first time we actually played from behind this year. But I was thinking about this week, and, you know, I, I was curious to see how we would respond if we did, uh, you know, give up a touchdown first. And, uh, you know, at that time, in the moment of the game, I, I didn't feel as panicking at all. I, I felt fine that we were going to be all right. And, you know, our kids are resilient, and, and we just kept playing. And, you know, and, you know, we finally got on the board, and, and then the rest was history from there. No doubt. Do you feel like that at all affects, you know, the offensive game plan, or is it just stick to – you know, our roots, what we know we can excel at, especially early on in the game. But, you know, if it's later in the game, does that change the, the game plan at all? Or, or are you guys just sticking with what you know best? Yeah, you know, you want to stick with what you know best and stick with your game plan, especially early on. You know, I, I think you can't you can't panic too soon. Um, you know, even if you're down still in the second quarter and sometimes even the third quarter, if you know you're down by a score or two, you can't really press the you know, press it. You just got to stick to your plan because, you know, I feel like we have a good game plan offensively each week going into, into the game. So, you know, as a coach, you want to try, you want to stick to that as best as you can. And you got to understand, you know, and your kids got to understand that. So they don't start pressing and try to do something that they're not capable of doing. And that's when, you know, that's when you start uh, screwing up and turning the ball over. So uh, our kids did a good job just sticking to the game plan and finally put one in the end zone. For sure. Anything that you want to see cleaned up, obviously when, when you're five and zero and sitting in a great spot, you're talking about the hustle plays, the effort plays. Um, there's not too much to nitpick, but is there anything that you still feel like, you know, we need to improve on, or, or, or we can take an extra step in? Yeah, there's always so many things you need you can improve on. You know, you go back and you watch the tape, which I did last night and this morning. Uh, you know, we put the ball on the ground too much last night. You know, the turnovers we got to clean up a little bit. Uh, we're still having some bad snaps at times that are that are putting us in bad positions. Um, you know, and then, you know, you see, you know, our running back not hitting the hole uh, properly on, on some plays that you want to, you know, consistently make sure we're doing that. Uh, you know, a quarterback making the right read and going to the right person, a receiver running the right depth of the route. So, you know, all those little things that you look and, uh, you know, you critique and that's what we got to improve on. And that's part of just doing your job. And that's our message all year is just doing your job and we'll keep harping on it and we'll keep keep coaching it. You know, people are human. They make mistakes. Um, but, you know, we want to learn from them and just keep getting better. Awesome. Obviously, you guys are going to keep your head down and, and keep doing exactly what you guys have been doing and, and, and continuing to be successful. But just a note that you guys are 5-0 and for the first time since 2014, and that team went 15-1 and 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 ended up in a state championship title. So talk to me a little bit about the excitement that you can feel around the program right now. <clears throat> uh, you know, our kids are, are playing at a high level. They have a lot of confidence. Uh, it was a great atmosphere last night at home. Uh, that's the, you know, it's my sixth year there. It's probably the most people that, that have been at a game since I've been here. Um, so there is a lot of excitement, but you said we're going to keep our head down. We're going to keep working. Um, you know, we're not going to get too high or too low. You know, we just want to stay right there in the middle. And, uh, and if we do that and do our job, uh, we'll be fine. Awesome. You guys are back on the road next week against Southwest Guilford. Coach, what do you expect to see from the Cowboys? Um, you know, I haven't watched them on tape yet. Um, and they're, you know, uh, we haven't played them in the past since I've been at Northern. Um, so it'll be our first time, well, my first time playing them. Um, so I, I know they got some athletes, some size, they got a quarterback that can throw the ball a little bit from what I've heard. Um, so I, you know, I expect them to come out and play hard. And, uh, you know, again, we just got to stick to our game plan, you know, execute, do our job and, uh, you know, hopefully everything falls our way. Perfect. Coach, I think that's all I've got for you, unless there's anything you want to add. 
No, uh, I appreciate it, Luke. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, and good luck as you guys prepare to take on Southwest Guilford. Okay, thank you. Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, jazby.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make your life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y.com. As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that Agent Drew Baker has chosen to sponsor your Nighthawks postgame recap podcast all season long. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.